The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out many save the dates? In the first series Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to Mobile Market. Marketing Week on the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and this week we're going to publish an episode every day discussing what you need to know to optimize your mobile SEO efforts for max impact. Joining us for Mobile Marketing Week is Cindy Crum, who is the founder and CEO of Mobile Moxie, which is a mobile-centric set of tools and APIs that help SEOs gain better insights into their mobile experiences. Yesterday, Cindy and I talked about the changes in the mobile landscape over the last year. And today we're going to talk about some of the things that she's noticed in terms of how mobility is being impacted by the lifestyle changes caused by the coronavirus. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Okay, here's the second installment of Mobile Marketing Week with Cindy Crum from Mobile Moxie. Cindy, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to have you back. I'm sad that we have to talk about this next topic. It's obviously on everybody's mind. It's affecting everything we do, where we live, how we work, how we communicate. The coronavirus is impacting the whole world. I'm assuming that it's also impacting the mobile world and SEO as well. Talk to me about some of the changes that you've seen happening, user behavior, optimization, what's going on in mobility when it comes to the changes caused by the coronavirus. So great questions. I think what we can see is an obvious increase towards everything and anything that can be delivered, as well as online experiences. So we know that Zoom is taking off as a means of communication without passing germs. So that's great. But also, I think there's been a surge in things like online gaming, 
and all different kinds of uses of apps for entertainment. There's been a surge in Netflix and any kind of video streaming that usually originates from a phone or an app. And unfortunately, I think that there is probably going to be an increase in job searches and use of gig economy types of apps to help people out who may have been laid off or furloughed help keep the cash flowing. People's lifestyles are obviously changing. You mentioned entertainment on the positive side, tools that allow us to connect, allow us to work remotely. Some people are looking for jobs and sources of income. When we think about the way that people use devices, my assumption would have been people are sitting in front of their computer more often since the outbreak of the coronavirus. They're at home. They can have the big screen. My guess after we've talked a little bit offline is that's not actually happening. People aren't just typing away. They're really using their phone and their connected devices. Have we seen any indication that there is a shift in the way that people are searching since the outbreak of the coronavirus? Well, so I do think that there will be probably a bump in mobile searches because you and I are lucky enough to still have jobs. And if the job provides a computer, that was not lost. But many people actually lost their access to a full-time computer if they lost their jobs, aka the company owns the computer, their main computer that they were working on. So they may be switching back to phone only or phone and tablet in cases like that. But then again, there are people who have a, a laptop or a desktop that is their own, that lives at their house with them. And in cases like that, I think that you're right, that the hours of screen time have gone up. And that's especially true for people who are having to do homeschooling for kids and things like that. And in fact, I know even people in our industry who now have to share their computer with the kid and they have to schedule computer time so that they can work and their kid can go to school because not every household has enough computers for everyone. Yeah, it's interesting that when we talk about the impact of the coronavirus on how people's mobile adoption is actually happening, access to devices becomes really the critical component. It's not necessarily, hey, I'm sitting in front of my computer, but it's just easier to use my phone. It's actually really, do you have both devices and can you get access to one? Makes a lot of sense. You mentioned some of the industries that are changing. We're seeing education. We're seeing communication. We're seeing services delivered. What are the other you know shifts that you're seeing? Are they industries or other things that are changing that you've noticed in terms of mobile adoption in today's environment? Well, so there's one thing that's happened that I hope sticks around, and that is a lot of the companies that have shifted to free shipping. For so long, it was just Amazon Prime, and they would get you two-day shipping. But now, with everyone staying at home, there are a lot of companies, and even ones you wouldn't think of, that have shifted to having a free delivery option. And for years, I've resented paying shipping fees because I know how much companies save in terms of not having to have a store, not having to have users, showroom and stuff like that. Websites save companies loads of money compared to offline retail. And so I was like, why am I paying shipping? I'm already saving them money by not going into the store. And so now lots of companies have shifted to free shipping. And I'm super happy about that. It 
it's only fair for consumers and it makes using the website more appealing. There's less of a disincentive because sometimes, you know, I know that shoppers get to the shopping cart and they're like, oh, I have $35 of stuff and I don't want to hit the $50 threshold or I don't want to pay $10 shipping on this one thing. I'll just wait. And so that's been hurting conversion rates. And so having free shipping should help conversion rates in general. What do you think? I think it'd be nice to... I think free shipping is always a nice value add. I think my concern a lot of the times is the profitability of businesses and their ability to move online and scale. Specifically, when we look at you know the SMBs who are just developing their digital presence. And that really is one of the places where I see the biggest shift caused by the coronavirus is... All of the brick and mortar mom and pops, not necessarily the food deliveries, there's a pretty easy transition there, but any sort of local service, other retailer, good provider that didn't have an established e-commerce presence, now all of a sudden is kind of behind the eight ball. They don't have a lot of content. They don't have a web presence. It's not their core competence. Uh, To me, that's the business where I'm concerned. It's like, what happens to your favorite local stores in this environment As you start thinking about moving towards mobility and e-commerce moving online. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. What thoughts do you have on the impact for businesses that are traditionally offline? Yeah, it's tough. I think that there's room for a marketplace that's not Amazon, but that's a lot of small inventory, local mom and pops, kind of like an Etsy, somewhere between an Amazon and an Etsy. It's called eBay. (laughs) (laughs) Perhaps eBay, maybe something that's a bit more customizable for the seller. So I think that there might be an opportunity there, but I do agree with you that those are the companies that are going to suffer the most in this who have not already gotten online and don't have alternate vehicles for selling things like boutiques and small service providers, kinds of things where the experience was part of it. Any kind of offline services, hair, nail, massage, those kinds of things also struggling. Yeah. So the gig economy might come in and help with those. 
And then there's also, so gig economy where you book someone to come to your house, although that's still a violation of rules at this point. But there are some companies that are creative that I see doing creative things. Like one of my favorite examples is a company called uh, Holy Cow Couture. And they do Western style purses and customized bags. And you can special order things or whatever. It's all very fringy and whatever. Yeehaw. (laughs) Yeehaw. Exactly. But they're very clever. They've gotten a huge following because they do live auctions on Facebook every Thursday. And so people tune in and will bid. So they'll show a bag and then people bid on things in the comments and then they announce a winner. And this is actually really taken off. And they have many, many people watching their auctions every week and spending lots of money and actually paying more than the bags sell for on the website in this auction outfit. And so that's one where their website was absolutely atrocious. I haven't looked to see if they've improved it, but it was almost unusable. But they worked around it and are selling a lot through these auctions and getting a lot of eyeballs on their stuff with just hiring a good photographer for the showcase stuff that they put on Facebook and then having a live stream auction. As we think about the shift to mobility specifically for e-commerce, my guess is that there's a lot of opportunity here and that the e-commerce experience and specifically one that's mobily optimized for small brands, sure, there's the Shopify's of the world, but there are a lot of SMBs and mom and pop shops that just don't have the technical expertise to be able to manage Shopify. My guess is there are going to be services that you see pop up that help the boutique businesses move towards a digital offering. The other thing I want to ask you about, yesterday we were talking about you know the landscape shift and how we're seeing more of a shift towards voice search and not necessarily just through your phone, but the home and connected devices and the other IoT uh, devices with everyone being at home all of the time. Oh my God, it's so much time at home. Do you see an impact in how people are using voice search as a tool for mobile search? I wonder if the people who are lonely are talking to their virtual assistants a lot more. I don't know. My wife used to joke that I talked to Siri more than I talked to her. And I can tell you that that's not the case anymore. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I think it's too early to tell how much the being at home is going to drive voice search. I think boredom may drive a lot of experimentation and people who hadn't tried it yet might be willing to try it or play with it or see what it can do. It's obviously early days when it comes to how the lifestyle changes related to the coronavirus are impacting us. I'm going to throw in the public service announcement that I feel is obligatory. If you're listening to this podcast and you haven't washed your hands in the last 25 minutes, please go do so. Go to the cdc.gov for information, uh, practice social distancing, let's flatten the curve. I know that you're here for SEO, but this is something that not only impacts mobility, our ability to get outside, the more that we're able to stay healthy and knock this thing down the faster we'll be able to get back out there and start using our voice search as we're roaming around our phones and getting back to work. You bring up an interesting topic that should get a shout out here too, and that's telemedicine. Absolutely, yeah. Telemedicine, you know, has a distinct need right now. And I expect that a lot of the things that people learn how to do in this time period will carry forward into their businesses. And telemedicine is actually pretty great if you don't actually have to 
be touched and seen by a doctor. They can just show someone that rash that's growing on you. <laughs> if you can do that through a FaceTime, it's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. So not speaking for you or my personal experience. <laughs> It's something that should have been done years ago in terms of saving people time and effort and energy, like driving across town to see a doctor just to tell them that your tummy hurts. Maybe they need to see you, maybe they don't. But this might make people more efficient in that. But then just on the funny side, I love, I watch the news quite a bit and I love seeing how all of the people are struggling like we do every day in conference calls going, I have an echo or whatever it is, like, or talking over each other because of the time delay. Yeah. I think it's hilarious. You know, when we talk about mobility, my wife sent me a video that unfortunately is an effect of the coronavirus. It was a girl who was on a conference call with 12 people and decided to start using the bathroom and forgot that her video was on. Everyone, when we're talking about mobility and you're on Zoom conferences, just make sure that you check whether the Zoom line has video on as a default before you decide to use the bathroom. Also, don't forget how to use the mute button. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Cindy Crumb, CEO of Mobile Moxie. We'd love to continue the conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Cindy, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact her on Twitter where her handle is Mobile Moxie, M-O-B-I-L-E-M-O-X-I-E. Or you can visit her company's website, which is mobilemoxie.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link on our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests. You can send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions. You can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you could always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, in addition to part two of our conversation with Cindy Crumb, CEO of Mobile Moxie, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and check back in your feed tomorrow morning when Cindy and I talk about what a fraggle is, fragment and handle, and why it's impacting the mobile world. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. 